0: Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm back with Sarah Jane Taylor, boss lady of Preston Baker's Lettings Department at eight branch network in Yorkshire. Uh, S.J., talk to me about how letting agent bosses' perfectionism can ruin their, their themselves and their their staff around them. Talk to me.
1: Oh dear. I'm. I think it's very easy as you progress your career to forget what it's like at the cold face, and you. It, and I, I, I've been guilty of it at times. I sit and I, I look at data, and I haven't sat in with the property management team for six months and and so therefore i'm looking at the data of their performance but not basing it on real life examples i've not heard the conversations that they've had i've not listened to uh, the the clients that they've been dealing with or how contractors are reacting and i'm making decisions solely based on data well that's the wrong thing to do in my opinion because all of our decisions affect humans and <laughs> humans are weird and wonderful things and whether those humans are our clients or our, or our, our colleagues we have to make sure that they're the right decisions to, to, to deliver an outcome for them. And we want our, our colleagues to have the best experience at work as much as we want our, our customers to have the best experience when they're, when they're with us. And sitting just looking at data and, and ignoring that human element. How did, you, dangerous. how did you learn your lesson with that? Did you have your fingers burnt once? Uh, how did I learn my lesson? Uh, with a high staff turnover and a bad internal reputation. Um I had a bit of an epiphany about uh, eight years ago I, I had to take some time off work I wasn't very well but before that i was a bit of a tyrant you know like everything had to be a hundred percent all of the time and i, I did, wouldn't accept anything less than, than than total perfection and i forgot that actually i was dealing with humans and they don't come to work to do a bad job they come to work to do a good job they, they want to be they want to be good at what they do they don't come to disappoint people and that the, the business survived perfectly without me, um, with somebody who had a very different approach to, to to how they they ran a team. And that helped me understand that actually, you know, I don't just need to deliver decisions based on data. I, I can deliver them based on the human element as well. Why do you think you were a bit of a perfectionist? Ooh, good question, Chris. Um, I think because I'd always wanted to be at the top of the tree no matter what and i don't mean that i would walk all over people or it was a dog eat dog thing but coming second or third was disappointing and it still is disappointing but i've learned to understand that you can come first without just working people into the ground by being more considerate by allowing a little bit more flexibility and actually you get a better outcome off the back of that and how did you how did you square
0: off the fact that the, the the team would never do a, good, a job as good as you, because that is another trait of a perfectionist.
1: Yeah, it it, it is. Um, I had a com. It was in it was in a one to one that I had with Ian, and he reminded me that sometimes my expectations were higher than what other people expected. And so, if I could del- get my team to deliver eighty percent of my hundred percent, they were delivering their hundred percent. And so if I could learn to live with 80%, then actually I'd get 100% out of my team because they'd come to work to deliver their best every day. And that 100% was often beyond what the client expected. And so the client would also get a great experience. What would your
0: message be to any agents, bosses that haven't got an EM boss, just to hi- highlight this? What would your message be to them? Because there's so many of them that are beating themselves up and their staff because of their need
1: for perfection. Um, roll it back to the most basic elements of what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to achieve is a relatively smooth happy outcome for your client whether they're moving into a lettings property or they're moving into a sales property whether they're selling a property whether they're renting a property ultimately they want an outcome from you understand what that outcome is and base your decisions on what the client is looking for then build your systems and processes around that so that Actually, you don't just assess yourself on whether or not you've got enough zeros in the bank account, or whether or not you've got enough ticks on the, on another, the CRM. On the, enough ticks on the CRM. Base it on on what your client experience is like. I've I've seen loads of loads of businesses and they're not number one in their in their marketplace but they've got some of the happiest staff and some of the happiest customers and they don't press to be number one in their marketplace they press to deliver the best outcome for the customer because
0: let's be honest no one set up their own agency just so they could tick
1: every box in their crm no no they didn't and no you know lots of people did set up their own agency though to be the best in the marketplace that they traded in and that and isn't necessarily perfection, it's excellence, isn't it's it? It's excellence, yeah. And and perfection really doesn't exist. Nobody's perfect. Nothing is perfect. Nature isn't perfect. It's, you know, as we saw earlier with, with the weather. But, you know, it, it, nothing can ever be perfect. And that's not me being defeatist. It's just me understanding that if I can get people to deliver their best, then that's good enough. Thank you for your time today. Thanks, Chris. Good morning.